Welcome back everyone to Modern Escapism's The Last of Us spoiler cast. As before, my name's Gadget, and I'm joined by Oodles. Endure and survive. And Stig. Hello. The other two couldn't be asked to turn up, and we shall mock them mercilessly for it. Yep. We are the last of us. <laughs> so, um, going to carry on the same format as we had last time. We've got three episodes to go over. We've got episode four, Please Hold My Hand, episode five, Endure and Survive, and episode six, Kin. Um, and they have been quite the quite the riot of episodes, actually. Quite the mixed There's bag. Been, I yeah. Felt. Been a bit a mixed bag, but they have um I think they've pushed the story faster than the first three episodes did. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but we might as well just dive straight in with episode four, please hold my hand, which is going to, which was always going to be the hard sell after a long, long time. After one of the best episodes of television ever. Yeah. No episode was going to do well against that. And I think a lot of people agree that Please Hold My Hand was a bit was the mixed bag episode. My least favourite episode so far. Yeah, so um this is the episode where they make it to Kansas City, which I misidentified as Pittsburgh last time, but no, it's Kansas City. <laughs> it fucking looks like where... Pittsburgh though. <laughs> it does. Even though it's somewhere in Canada. I think um... I, th- I think it shows that Pittsburgh looks like a, a city that's um uh, d- destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Steelers oh, play yeah, it looks as well. Like, it lo- yeah, it looks like Pittsburgh now. Yeah, um, <laughs> post-apocalyptic. <laughs> so yeah, uh, traveling through Missouri, Joel and Ellie are forced to take a detour through Kansas City where they're ambushed. Joel kills two of the bandits, but a third overpowers him and Ellie chokes him to death before Ellie saves him by shooting the man with the pistol that she took from Frank. Bandits find the bodies and their leader, Kathleen, believes Joel and Ellie might be in contact with a man named Henry and orders a manhunt. The... Um, yeah, so the opening of this episode is pretty much nailed on to what's in the game. Yeah, you had the you, you had the section where they were kind of camping outside, and you got a little bit nice bit of kind of character development between the two of them. Um, and you also start they start kind of injecting a bit more of the humor into it again because that's where you know Ellie's found the the pun book. Yeah, yeah, and sure. she's reading out the puns, and I, I like that inclusion because that was just a really throwaway thing in the game. Sometimes game, you didn't hear like, it because you can you could yeah. stop it happening by start playing the game. Yeah, it was yeah it was idle idle chatter in the background, yes. wasn't it? Yes. Whereas this kind of really forced it in, and I think it's it's also kind of showing just how good a connection Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey have, because those moments of levity are really brilliant. You can genuinely believe that they apparently are apparently offset. Really them two were like incredibly close. Have you not seen interviews with them? The two yeah. look like an absolute fucking nightmare to control. Yeah, father's uh, <laughs> father daughter relationship, but like, imagine if your father wasn't as old as he's portraying. Yeah, <laughs> young dad. Well, I mean, Pedro Pascal as himself is just a big kid. Oh, he's and, such a kid, and she's still a kid. So the two of them get on like a house on fire. Um, but yeah, I really like the sequences of, of them camping, and then we get the kind of the big drama, which is when they get to Kansas City. The highway through the city is kind of it's uh, it's blocked up by by accidents, and more skeletons for Stig. Yes, I did notice that. <laughs> I'm appreciating every every skeleton that we meet along the way. Skeleton Watch, yes. a podcast within a podcast. Yep, exactly. Yep. Um, you're gonna have to start rating these skeletons as well. Um, so they go, so they detour through the city itself, and there is a guy there who's like claiming he's hurt. 
Joel tells Ellie to put his, put the seatbelt on because that's when they get ambushed by raiders, bandits, he awful knew. people. He knew. He knew, well, because he says later in the episode, I've done it myself. I've done it myself, yeah. And we get, I think, this is the first big shootout, I think, with humans. The only. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Because the, yeah. the original, what was originally meant to be a shootout, they just used the infected, didn't they, in the, in the museum. Yeah. So, and uh, I, th- I think what I noticed with this one, the sound, the sound of the rifles and the guns was ear splitting. It was so good. They used them new, um, them new, uh, I, I, I was watching the making of, uh, real of it. And they used them new, because uh, obviously laws now in America have changed with using firearms on set. They've used them new, what they call, like ballistic barrage things where the, they're more like fireworks than guns. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, it's all about the noise because they, they don't hit anything, obviously, these. No. And there's they, no, they, they yeah, sound there's no good. They sound good. Yeah. Um, we see most of, we actually see most of the fight from kind of Ellie's perspective as she's hiding through uh, in another room. Um, and she's looking through. And I think this is the first, this is the, definitely the, the first time that um, Ellie sees him kill someone who's unarmed. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it, 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 it kills it. the guard. It kills the guard by punching him to death, doesn't he? On this first episode. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the guard pulled his gun on. Yes. Him. Yeah, this like, guy was yeah. like begging for his Beg- life. Yeah, and he just he just didn't calculated risk, didn't he? He was like, fuck it. Well, he's right though, isn't he? Like the guy he might have been begging for his life, but if he'd have let him go, then it'd... we say guy, he was a boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But... He was a teenager. You can understand it from one from one end. You do Joel. you do understand it. Obviously, he's 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 afraid, but you know, Joel realizes that you know if I let him go, then that's just us as good he's, as dead. He's gonna so, come back. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Did a bit. I did find the bit where he sent her through a hole in the wall to then open a door at the other side. I was like, <laughs> that was very gamey, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Yeah, there's a, there's a quite a few sequences in, in Kansas City because. Um, what do you, you boost her through like a, an air vent or something like that and she opens the door for you? Yeah. I, I do like that they keep throwing in these random little spots throughout the show that are like, that's very like what you would do in the game. Yeah. Still waiting for, it to, for him to push her on a, ra- on a pallet and some water. <laughs> I think that's probably going to be a last episode thing when they get to um, Salt Lake City. The um, I, I also like the, the, this bit where you, you have this kind of quite quiet moment with uh, with Joel and Ellie in a diner a little bit later where the two of them are where he's kind of counselling her on kind of death and murder and that he's done awful things in the past like stuff that kind of really wasn't talked about in the original game that was more of Last of Us Part 2 kind of stuff yes it was um, it was a more of a flashback one from Part 2 and he also does that thing yeah. where he's like you can have a gun but you've got to put it in your backpack and she immediately puts it in her pocket yes I think he knew she was going to do that Absolutely, um, but yeah, it's it, it's nice that he ha- kind of has that conversation with her, and it, you 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 know he, he kind of explains like what him and Tommy did effectively to get to Boston. Well, the there, were, there were traffickers, weren't they? In in this story of the game, they were human traffickers. Yeah, they did some heinous, heinous shit. All for food. Yeah, and yeah. bullets. Um. Yeah, we get introduced to Kathleen as well, who is the leader of this raider. Now, this is was a new character. This is a new bit of the story then, because when you get this to this in the game, they're just generic 
goons, aren't they? They're not even. They're not even like. Um, they're not even like organized. They're just marauders. Cannibal. There's can. There's cannibal things as well in in the game where you read stories where they vet, vet people. Uh, yeah, but that's that, that's not these people in um, in Kansas. That's later down the line. No, even these because I've I've just I've just been playing yeah. it as well. Yeah, it mentions it. It's not out outwardly like shown, but yeah, and there's even in this bit, there's people saying, "Oh, I had to, I had to eat him," but it's what he would have wanted, not the cannibal tribe later on. Yeah, I I, I kind of like them putting a bit more into the enemies other than just being faceless goons. They were called the yeah. resistance, weren't they? In this. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not gonna go into gear, like storyline spoilers, but The Last of Us Two did that a lot with kind of the chatter you heard as you were wandering around the oh, game so world. Good, that when the crying when a dog gets killed, good Daisy, no. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like you're not it, it, it's human. You are rooting for Joel and Ellie, but at the same time, you just kind of also push to make realize that there are other people in this world who are just looking after themselves and yeah, the show getting on with shit, tra- aren't they? Yeah, they're trying not to make them just look like cannon fodder. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Kathleen, yeah, Kathleen, I thought she was played really well. She's played by Melanie Linsky, mm-hmm. um, who, for the life of me, I was I thought she's familiar for the longest time. Turns out she was Rose in Two and a Half Men. Yeah. Which I'd forgotten about. Um, but, so, yeah, she's an original character uh, created by Craig Mason. And he said, uh, just reading off Wikipedia here, uh, Mason compared Kathleen to Madame Defarge from Charles Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> I could see it. A revolutionary <laughs> who becomes terroristic due to cruel circumstances, which yeah. allows the audience to empathise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she played that role really well because, uh, and Pip, uh, Pip pointed this out when we were watching it, she was fucking terrifying and she never once raised her voice. I don't think she was. She was like that, I think she, she was that cold, calm, calculated kind of scary. I think she was I didn't terrifying. Find scary. Uh, yeah, I think personally. she was terrifying only in the way because she had like Jeffrey Pierce's character in the background and stuff with her, all these other men with her that respected a bit. And it turns out, obviously, we know why later on. But I think those people made her scary because she had an army behind her. Individually, I don't think she was scared. I don't think that doctor was scared of her. I, I no, I, I think I think definitely in world, I think she was quite scary. I think mm. she. Or, or the, at the very least, people feared her enough to be wary of her. And I, I'm not sound, sounding redactive or anything like that. I think I think it were almost c- comedic that how she spoke and stuff and how she acted. And I don't know. I, it it kind of threw me off a little bit. I was a bit like, oh, I didn't. Yeah, you're not, get... you're, not the, you're not the only one. Like I, I didn't feel like that, but I have like read musings from, from you know, not that side of the internet. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's nothing to do with the fact that she's a woman. Yeah, like uh, people who are perfectly reasonable, reasoned with their arguments on what what they didn't enjoy about. Like if they had someone character. With, with the caliber of like the the lady who played Tess in charge of this, I'd be terrified. Do you get what I mean? I think there's two yeah. different types. She was more. She reminded me of I don't know, like a nurse, a a, a nasty matron at most, at, at, at best. Like oh, she's. She, She's a bit nasty, Maybe that's what they're going it. for, something a bit different than other yeah. than the, the hardened bitch, for if you want for a better word. Yeah. Yeah, Linsky herself said she wanted to play the character as soft-spoken and delicate to juxtapose the violence she's capable of. Mm. Because you get that scene where she's interrogating the Doctor um, on the location of Sam and Henry, and then she just, when she doesn't get an answer, she just pulls a gun and kills him. Yeah, well, she, like she's, 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 she's she doesn't kill him then, does she? She goes and thinks about it. Then she comes back and yeah. kills him, which that I was like, oh, 
that's now then she is a bit more serious. I'm like, okay, but I still think the character like drew me out of it a little bit. I was like, this this, this woman's nothing. I think she. I think the next episode she was portrayed better. Yes, I. Agree. I think I think it came across a lot better in the in the fifth episode when she spoke about her she, brother and stuff, and what she does with the yeah with the people they've rounded up and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Which we'll, which we'll, which we'll get to in a minute. I think this was. I mean, I think some of this stuff kind of suffers with it. I think this has been the shortest episode so far because it's only forty five minutes. Yeah, the pace episode. is yeah. rapid. Yeah. So um, the 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 episode ends with um, with uh, Joel and Ellie climbing up to the 60th floor of a skyscraper. It's the Final Fantasy VII moment, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I do I, I do like Jules' line. It says, is this as far as we're going? It's as far as my legs will take me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm 35 years old and there's no way I'd be able to get up 10 flights of stairs without needing the rest. <laughs> no no, let alone 60-something. <laughs> Not a chance. It does make you wonder, though, that because, like, in the game, like especially in this this city in the game, there's no massive skyscrapers left. And I like that they've put it in, like, the big skyscraper in the game is the one you do really just out of the QZ in Boston, isn't it? Yeah. And in the game... To click a tutorial. It looks really big and to climb up, but in the game it takes seconds to get up. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, but you only go up to, like, the fifth floor or something. Something like that, like that yeah. Uh, the, the sequel does height a lot better. There's some frightening bits with height yeah. on the second game. Fuck <laughs> it, hell. Um, so they yeah they they get they get up to this kind of office suite and they bed down for the night. Uh, Joel doing his best to um, create like a sound trap with broken glass, so that they would hear the crunch. But unfortunately, he sleep, either sleeps too deep or it didn't work. No, 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 no. He slept on he slept on bad. his on his good ear. He slept on his good ear, so his bad ear was facing. Oh yeah, he's got bad hearing, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. so he, he yeah, couldn't fucking it. hear it. That's the idiot. He, he turned over when he were laughing with her. Yeah, he did have a little joke with her, didn't he? Yeah. He started to let his guard... Then he turned over the wrong wrong side because he were comfortable. This is the moment he kind of lets his guard drop with her. Because he were too comfortable. But yeah, so so wakes up with um, a a young boy pointing a pistol at his face, and that's where we end the episode. And that's where I went, that's Henry. (laughs) In my head. Yeah, with Sam, actually. Sam, sorry, yeah, that's um... Sam. In my head, I was like, that's Sam. That's, That's the boy. Yeah. We yeah. knew, so we episode knew four, that. Episode four, it's been definitely the worst episode of the series. However, it's not bad. It's good. It's still a very good episode. Good. It's, it's an eight, eight, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten, man. Yeah. Well, but it was ranked, ne- it was ranked higher than a long, long time on to IMDb. Ah, well, yeah. yeah. You see, yeah. It, had, it had significantly <laughs> less gaze in this one. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just looking. Just, I've, I've got them up now, and I'm just like, how? Like, oh, come on. Still mad about mm. that. Which is a shame because it, yeah, as we say, it's one of the best episodes of TV ever created of anything, <laughs> anything. But we move swiftly on to a much chunkier episode, a much in better episode, episode. Endurance Survive. Oh, this episode's good. Yeah. So this is the one where we get the full introduction to Henry and Sam, um, and the they work together to escape the city using some underground tunnels that only Henry knows. <laughs> And um, then shit kicks off in the suburbs yep. massively. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we so we kind of start off. We have this um, kind of t- tense standoff with everybody, where it's like, "I'm not going to shoot you. I'm not going to shoot you. I'm not going to shoot you." All that, put your guns down. We do get a change here in that Sam is deaf, which he wasn't in the game. 
and they have a deaf actor playing him as well, which I like. Yes, um, they struggled to get a, a a black kid who knew ALS as well as the black version of ALS because there's a different dialect to black ALS. Yeah. And they struggle, and apparently ASL, ASL, you know what I mean, you know what I mean? American Sign ALS language. is Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they struggle to find one. Yeah, ASL, ASL did you say? American, yeah, Sign, American language. Sign Language. Yeah, they, they wanted a black version of it, and only four people went for the role. And there well, were, it, well, it's um, very good in it. Amazing said, so. amazing said, how lucky were we to find an absolute incredible actor amongst just four because they expected yeah. to get. Hundreds of young young kids coming in, but fucking out. So it was um yeah, Sam was played by uh, Kayvon Montreal Woodward, um and yeah, he brilliant young actor, fantastic, fantastic. He, I bought everything that kid did. I bought yeah. everything. So the kid is uh, artistic, which we saw in the previous episode when they find Sam and Henry's hideout, yeah. and there was like kind of pictures of superheroes all over the walls. Uh, and most of the most of the time, when kind of Sam isn't directly in a conversation, he's kind of sat drawing or he's sat kind of occupying himself, and he is quite traumatized by the things he's been through. We get a kind of a flashback to earlier days during, uh, well, recent recenter days before Joel and Elliot turned up, of them hiding out from Kathleen's horde. Um, I. I really, I really love the change. I love the rapport between um, Sam and Henry. Yeah. Um, Henry played by Lamar Johnson. He's great as well. Really yeah, great. Because he's been in a few things. Yeah, he's a good so character actor. He's been, he's been in quite a few things. Uh, I think the next step, the next step, yeah, was there uh, what he was in. Um. So we find out in this episode that the reason why they're being hunted, because it doesn't make sense that this, uh, Kathleen and her entire force would be hunting this one kid and his young charge. Um, and it turns out that Henry in this, because it's not, it isn't explained in the game, I don't think. So make, they makes were, no mention now. Collaborators. No, they, were well, collab- no. they were collaborators with Fedra. Snitches get stitches. Yeah. End up in ditches. But that you know he was doing it for the right reason. Yeah, because because in this in this version of the story, Sam had leukemia. Yes, he needed so he medicine. was doing it to get the medicine. But when Kathleen's, so so he basically ratted out and caused Kathleen's brother, who was the leader of the revolutionaries, to be captured and executed. Yes, so it's a revenge. It's a revenge. It's a big fat fucking revenge, and she's tearing apart Kansas City to find him. Even, even to 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 the point where I forgot his name already. Um, Tommy's voice actor in the game, big beard, hand, yeah. handsome guy. He's saying Perry. Perry. Yep. He he says, um, we'll we'll follow you, and he clearly doesn't want to put all these resources into this. But no. it's a respect thing, isn't it? I think they loved her brother so much because he started this resistance that. They'll follow her into gates of hell. Do you know what I mean? Regardless, yeah. yeah. It's almost like the need to be told what to do. Yes. Oh, we've lost our leader. Someone stepped up. Well, no one else did, so we'll just follow yeah. her and whatever and we'll... she wants. Yeah, because he even says, doesn't he? He doesn't. She says now, and he's like, like now. Yeah, like he doesn't want to do it there, there and then. Yeah, but like he's he's quite reluctant. Like you said, he's quite reluctant to. 
he's he, he's trying to be the voice of reason for. Her. I think this is where the scary part, the the, the, yes. the fear that she inspires, comes because yes, we we have we have a sequence where she's in her kind of childhood bedroom, um, and kind of reminiscing about her brother, and then she's saying like, "We will find them tonight, and we will do it," and yada yada yada, and he is scared of her in that moment. It's it's also very like wow that she's been in that city ever since childhood. I mean that is her home. There's a bit more yeah. to it. A lot, a lot of Americans travel quite far and wide, don't they, from where they're born? But mm-hmm. that is her childhood home, and she's being protective of the home and her brother's memory as well. So it's quite. It's, she gets way more complex in this, and I start liking her a lot. But we don't get much time to like her much longer. <laughs> no, I think I think she's specifically designed to be unlikable, even if yeah. she is slightly sympathetic. Um, one of the most heartbreaking scenes that we get where they're escaping through the tunnels um, that are underneath Kansas City, they find this area where it looks like there had been a school or a creche or something where children had been playing. A home, wasn't it, really? Did you notice how one of the drawings that said Daddy was of a like a policeman? Yeah. Like a guy in SWAT and just to show, yeah, like the other side, the Fedra, they Fedra. had family too, try, we- trying to really play with the audience isn't it this is oh, it. I, I do like how they recreated that nursery from the game in the sewers as well that it looked yeah. I, I didn't think they'd do this and then unlike with the game and this is where i think this show's got a lot more time to do this because it's less action orientated they've got time to relax and speak and i love this uh, monologue and, and dialogue between um henry and joel at this moment when they're sat at the table and he tells him what he's done yeah, and uh, Joel's like, "You fucking snitch." <laughs> he still can't get past it. Do you know what I mean? Even though he's like, "You're not in the QZ anymore." Do you know what I mean? You still can't get past that someone's ratting people out to Fedra. Yeah, I, I guess it's that thirty year, uh, twenty years of survival. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. If if, um, if Ellie wasn't there and 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 Sam wasn't there, he'd have fucking stabbed him in the neck. Yeah, I I I like this moment though because you get the opportunity for Sam and Ellie to be kids. Like they're pl- they're playing with each other, they're giggling. Like it's this moment of kind of calmness. I love it that like he's teaching her um, sign language and she's using the uh, magic slate. I had one of them when I was yeah. a kid as well. I love magic slate so much, and because it makes so much sense that he's walking around the world with a magic slate because it's unlimited <laughs> unlimited uses in it. Pen and paper, yeah, it, it it run out. But yeah, it's, and and she's she's just completely ambivalent to the fact that. He's, he's he's got a disability, do you know what I mean? She don't care. She's just getting on with it, and that's what I like about um, Bella Ramsey in this. She's she's just shows she's really good at playing a kid when she's not a kid. She's yeah. she's got that innocence to her as well as that potty mouth as well. I think it's really good how she's a completely different character when she's with Sam than when she's on her own with Joel. It's fantastic. I think it's great acting. People moaning about her makes me sick. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Every every episode, she's just getting stronger as, a, oh, as an actor. She's like, so good in this. The performance is incredible. She's such so, such a big sister to him, and it's in, immediately. You know what I mean? It's oh, so good. Yeah. Um. So they leave the um the tunnels and they get out into the kind of the suburbs at night. Um. We get a almost one to one recreation of uh, an action sequence from the game. My least favorite sequence in the fucking game. 
I love the, the sniper alley in the game. <laughs> I love it. It's such a pain in the dick. This bit. It's in de- it's, 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 it's at daytime in in the game, and I think it actually works yeah. better at night in this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> so, I like the twist of this bit as well compared to the game. <laughs> yeah, so they they they, ha- they happen upon um, a street and. Uh, that's kind of heading downhill, and at the very bottom of the hill there is his house. In the attic of the house there is a man with a sniper rifle. And he is taking pot shots at them. Um, so Joel, ever the industrious one, sneaks around the side, gets in, kills the guy, and takes the rifle, just as Kathleen's people do. Ah, uh, but don't don't miss on the, the most important like interaction here. When he gets to there and he sees it's an old man. And he realizes yeah. why they've not been shot because he's fucking terrible shot. And then, <laughs> and then that old man turns and looks at him, and Joel says, "Don't do it, don't do it," because yeah. he knows that man's had enough. He don't care. He knows he's not going to win in a quick draw. But yeah. no. I think that old man wants to be killed, and Joel's like, "Please don't make me do it." He knows that's like suicide, isn't it? Please don't make me do yeah. it. And he just said that gun. I thought, "Fucking hell!" Joel did not want to kill this man, but no, the I, man wanted to be quite- killed. And I, I I quite like it that it's that that it's humanizing Joel because again when you play a video game you, you just go carry, <laughs> yeah you're carrying out several massacres throughout a game and I quite like this like showing the unwillingness of Joel to actually take a life yeah it's like come on please mate come on just okay bang <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so, you can't, I you, love you, that you, you definitely can't portray Joel in the TV show like he is in the in the game people no, would just be no. like. No, I don't like this man. <laughs> this is what people said. People said it with the other uh, Naughty Dog uh, uh, adaptation uh, with uh, Uncharted, and people were saying, "But he hasn't killed hundred people before the puzzle." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> How come Tom Tom Holland hasn't murdered five hundred people behind the ruins? Because he does in Uncharted, doesn't he? Fucking, Very much. He so. is a mass murderer, that Nathan Drake. <laughs> Yeah, it's that old uh, Ludo narrative dissonance. Yes, it? yes, and and this shows you that in a real situation, I think there's more more than one reason. Like, one, don't want to waste bullets. Two, I don't want to kill you, an old man. Three, you would have never hit us anyway because you're a shit shot. <laughs> Four, yeah. just fuck off and die somewhere else on your own. But uh, I I think that little thirty seconds is I think that's beautiful. So uh, yeah, Kathleen's people are heading down in a convoy. Uh, Joel picks up the sniper rifle, uh, uh, starts shooting at the big truck that's coming with "Run" written on its cowcatcher. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he said that on the. Like, oh, he says it on the game. There's this, yeah, there's, there's cars, yeah, cars blocking the street. She's like, "Well, ram them out the way." Therefore, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, I did like that. I did like that. Yeah, the um, again, it's it's her will versus their unwillingness, isn't it? Yes. Um. So he kills the driver, the, the, that truck kind of veers off to the side and crashes into one of the houses. Again, one-to-one uh, from the game. Yep, the militia spew out, and basically we get a bit of a Mexican standoff where Kathleen is, is basically trapped Ellie, Sam, and Henry behind a car, and Jill is hiding up in the attic. And we get the, we, we get the big speech, we get the villain monologuing kind of Oh, moment. when she says, kids die every day. Yeah. Oh, that's heartless. That's evil. That's uh, yeah. That's that's evil. It's it's like let the girl go. It's um it says oh no, she, her and her, her and her friend were complicit in killing yeah. the other guys. Yeah, kids die. <laughs> kids die every day. Is is I've already seen T-shirts on Etsy that say that. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's like fucking. You're a special kind of fucked up if you buy that. Yeah, t-shirt. it's harsh, isn't it? It's an harsh quote, but fucking hell, she's. It's one of those things that's like she's cold. She's cold. Yeah, that's what it is. She's cold. Her revenge is so hot that she doesn't care what her words are saying. No. She's just. But then we get my favorite sequence in this entire series so far. Really? Because just as just as they're about to get the kids. Mm-hmm. The camera pans over to the truck that crashed into the house that then starts to sink. Which we did have forewarning on the episode before, didn't we? We do yeah, 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 we did. We did. So when so when when Kathleen and Perry were looking into yeah. one of the buildings where they were hunting for Sam and Henry. There was a sinkhole. They see then. this thing in the basement, this kind of the ground undulating slightly, the kind of yeah. grumbling noise. Um and it seems that they're not willing to do anything about that because and Hen- Henry did the revenge. Story. Henry did mention that Fedra weren't all bad because they drove them all underground. Yes. Well, the thing is, when you have a big explosion over something that's underground, the, mm. the ground can kind of sink. Oh, yeah. The truck sinks down, and a full horde of infected come out. And I, the, the camera is low to the ground as if you're looking under a car at this happening. And you, it's the most terrifying sight of all of these infected pouring out and from this And that's why they ground. did it at night. The speed that's, of the, the way speed. they come out is terrifying. Oh, the runners are I ridiculous. Thought, yeah. I thought it was excellent the way that they, they came out. And it's not CGI. No, they're all human. They're it's all real actors. Yeah, they're all. Yeah. That's probably why. That's probably what makes it more effective as well. Again, is that it? It look having it in with practical makeup and real yeah. people just means that there's no risk of it looking a bit off. No, even the little, no even the little girl clicker was real. It's just a real little girl. Yeah, and that was even. More terrifying because how many times do you see kids being zombies Never. or infected? Not really. Never. Other than like a couple of times in, and we get two in this episode in The Walking Dead. <laughs> right, it's genuinely you never see it, do you? I've never. I, no. I've watched every single episode of The Walking Dead, and I can't recall if I've seen a child zombie. Yeah. I don't think, I think there is. Ones. Maybe there is. maybe early on, early seasons. Season when it two, Sophia's in the in the bar. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Frank Darabont seasons, you mean? <laughs> the good ones. When it were good. Yeah. Um, oh, season two was fucking gosh. Anyway, we're not talking about that. No, no, we're talking about the. We're talking well, about how, the so, how did show. everyone like the change up when how they introduced the bloater? I liked I liked it because because again I was I was expecting it in the um, Bill Billstown episode that's where it happens in the game. I stopped expecting that after the the, the episode started being a flashback. Well, yeah, yeah, but no, but I'm saying like when, when oh, you were like, looking forward to. Did it. Did you not expect? Yeah. We not after that? It's like expecting it to be something similar just in the next episode further down. I, I was expecting it to be. We'll get to that. It'll just be in the, somewhere. Yeah, me different. and Gadget mentioned on this podcast the first one we did. We said we'll see the bloater. There's there is a bloater that comes up and it came up a bit earlier. But yeah, it turned up and it was bang on. But it, it in like um, Mazin and um, what's his name, Druckmann, have ex- already said on Twitter that they wanted the bloater more grounded in reality than a gameplay aspect in this. Like the bloaters in this world oh, yeah. are just big blokes or big people. Yeah, the um, because the, the bloater in the game like they tears the, bits off. Yeah, they throw, throw gas grenades <laughs> at you and stuff, and they just wanted a big rhino man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's what they wanted. I I I, I mean, like I like the introduction. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I like the introduction of it. Like the, it's that kind of because everything kind of bursts from the hole very quickly and starts rushing them. But then you get this kind of slow lumbering. 
thing that gets gets up, uh, you know, it takes its time to get out the hole. Oh, aye. And you get a full view of it, and then it sprints, and you're just like, oh, shit. It was a full yeah, and like shit. Yeah, Perry's trying to shoot it with his machine gun, and it's just popping polyps. It's like, it's, it's like a crude and armor, hasn't it, of cordyceps. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Which, well, I mean, again, that's how it, how it is in the game. You yeah. have to break through its armor. You have to break through it. damage it. Yeah. So good. And then it, 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 it rips his head off like a packet of crisps. <laughs> it does, it, 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 yeah, well, it does that kill from, pulls from his, the game. Pulls where his it, jaw up. Something doesn't it? Yeah, grabs grabs his top jaw and pulls back. But <laughs> thankfully, the camera is far enough away. Yeah. <laughs> that was a mixture of, of practical effects and some CGI. That's mental. Yeah, so it actually great. was a guy in that suit just yeah. tearing yeah, through of pictures people. Of him, there's loads of pictures of him just stood next to Bella Ramsey. Yeah, he's six foot six stuntman, and he worked on Game of Thrones as well. Yeah, there was so. a tic- TikTok going around where that big. Bloater guy, the actor, and Bella Ramsey went to Starbucks dressed up, and he just turned up. Let me find. I'll find it again and send it. It was so fucking good. HBO's TikTok is on fire lately. I'm telling you, it's so good. Yeah, the um, we get the so when the bloater arrives, that's when the the big shout of fucking run happens, and they start to run away. Um, but Kathleen corners them. Vengeance. The vengeance. You get the vengeance. And it's the little girl clicker that gets her. Oh, she gets and her. Honestly, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see that it was going to be the little girl clicker getting her. I thought I, she'd kill I thought she'd kill Sam. There. It's ironic, isn't it? After a whole kids die every day. Yeah, and then a yeah, kid kills her. Perfect. perfect kid. Yeah. It, it's Shakespearean. It's perfect. <laughs> Love it. You know the town they're in as well. They had to they built all that. Yeah, the cul de sac. Yeah. Yeah, because reading that they couldn't find a suitable street to do it on to, to dress up. Can we, can up, we so destroy your built, street, so please? Built, built it. <laughs> I'd like yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah, they built it near Vancouver or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's probably plenty of like rundown na- like neighborhoods and places in America they could have filmed it on, but they just they just couldn't find one that worked right. Yeah. Well, the, the, I mean, there was a the where they had Bill's house in episode three, that was a re- that was a real place. Yes, that was. They just built some facias of um, houses there. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, God, I love it. But, yeah, so they they escaped from the... Did you think the episode had ended there? I did. I had a feeling it would, but... I didn't I, see I, the I, time. I, I didn't see the time when I was watching no. it. I mean, it would have been a fine place to leave it had the next sequence not had to happen. If we were going to be with Sam and Henry for a bit longer. Yeah. But we see them in... A rundown motel, um, where they're just kind of hiding out and chilling out, having a bit of bite to eat and just connecting with each other. Uh, you see Joel and Henry are kind of getting on better, and the, and Joel gives the you know you traveling to Wyoming. Why don't you come? He with opens me, up, yeah. Thing. Come with us, yeah. And we get the most heartbreaking scene of the episode where Sam and Ellie are talking oh, in God. the next room about the comic books, and then Sam asks about monsters. And then reveals he's been. The thing is, it's so slowly because he's using the magic slate again. And he's like, yeah. Are you scared? And she's like, Of course, I'm always scared. And he's like, You don't look scared. But and then it's like, do you, What do you think happens? And stuff like that. And, and then she shows her a bite. And then he's like, It shows him his. Something like that. She's so fucking. Yeah. And she does that thing where she's like, I know. She cuts the scent. And try, that's the hope as well, isn't it? Yeah. She, yeah. she tries to kind of <sighs> give him hope. I'd, lo- I'd, lo- I'd love that to have worked. Hope. Yeah, in a, in a way, she wants to give herself up and hope that this is this is right. But um, 
I'd forgotten what happened to these. Really? To these two. Yep. Pip. This is one Pip to this is one to happened. one with the game. This bit, isn't it? Apart I know, from the, but the, I'd the, completely the forgotten thing. what what happened with like um with the characters. So I, it was all kind of new to me again because I, I generally couldn't remember what what happened. Wow. Oh, that must yeah, have been so... such a shock. And it, it's that uh, Sam asks Ellie if you'll if she'll stay awake with him. Of course, she says yes. Which is just fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. She wakes up. She wakes. She's obviously sat by his bed all night. Wakes up in a chair, sees Sam sitting by himself on on the bed, gives him a tap on the shoulder, and he's he's turned and he turns around. And he attacks her. Do you know what's so good about that? Right, he's deaf. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't hear it when she got up and said, "You know what I mean?" And it yeah. shows that this is what frightens me a little bit. There's still the human inside the cordyceps. You know what I mean? There's still the essence of that person there. Like being infected doesn't cure your he- your hearing. You know what I mean? You're still deaf. I think that's fucking. Well, yeah. I think I think there's something to that. There's a bit more to it. Like it's like yeah, there is something still of humanity inside. Because they keep asking, "Wait, are you still? Is it still part of are you? Are you still in there? Are you still in there?" And I've, and I, that's like yeah, he was kind of still in there, obviously, because he was still deaf. The thought of being still in there consciously it's but not being able to do anything because yeah. this this entity has taken over you and controlling you but you yeah. can see and understand everything going on around you that's yeah. t- the, the idea that that could so be scary. happening is yeah so scary and terrifying the thing is though like if she'd have got up and just walked into into the living room and not disturbed him sat there it wouldn't have moved because he's deaf. He's moving by instinct. The only instinct he's got is sight at that moment in time. You know what I mean? So yeah, it could, have, it could have been sat there for fucking hours. That's wild. So they they, they fall into they fall into the main room as uh, as they as they as she's trying to get uh, Sam off her, and Henry picks up Joel's gun, shoots uh, Henry dead. Uh, sorry, shoots Sam dead, and then turns the gun on himself. The thing is right. The end- that, that that moment, I'm sorry, but I have to. These moments really touched me, and this moment really made yeah. me cry. Like he shoots him out of instinct to save a, a kid from being killed by yeah. a, a monster, and then he clicks on then what he's it. what he's just done, and he's like, oh, 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 fuck it. Sure, and it, doesn't he say it's like it's, it's it's your fault or something like that, and then bang. Oh, I don't think no, he, he says anything. He says my fault. It's my fault. That's it. And then he just goes bang. And, oh, God, he's got it's nothing like an, left to live for, has he? He's got nothing. That that were his purpose. I I I I generally said to Kate, I was like, I'd probably do the same. What what have I got? Yeah, like he even he even shot at the floor to stop Joel from stopping him, and but then his instincts kicked in when she started screaming more. Like he still wanted to save a kid, but unfortunately, we're saving a kid from his kid brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's heartbreaking, man. It's fucking. Brilliant though, and I think I think this is also most impactful as well when you get to see the camera pans to Ellie, because you can. This is the first traumatic death that she's seen in. Oh yeah, in the series, and she, and she makes the first that, traumatic death as as a character. She does a little whelp, right? doesn't she? She's like, oh, yeah, proper good. So they bury the bodies, which we never um, saw in the game, did we? We just skipped. Don't see that in the game. For the next season, and uh, Ellie writes, "Sorry." Mm. On the, I thought it was going to say endure and survive. I think, I think, I think she didn't want to put that in there because it didn't survive. <laughs> no, but it, it's it was kind of 
I think she's saying I'm sorry that just, my blood didn't work. Yeah, it was, but I, I just kind of that's just what I thought she put because it was like a, that was a moment between them. But yeah, like obviously I'm sorry works just as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, the, the show literally built up two characters and killed them off within an episode and yep. made you care about it. it yeah. Like, it's incredible writing to do that. <laughs> all, all, all in so the spam well of what in total like a, like less than two hours. Well, an hour. Just over an hour. <laughs> yeah. It was just over an hour that episode. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's just all that story at the beginning. Because I think you spend the first maybe like 15, 20 minutes just with them two and that guy yeah. in the loft. And then when he goes, it's just them two, isn't it? Yeah. And it's so important to give you that time with them and to, to learn about them and understand what they're going through. That's why I think like Mason's the the, 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 the the new director to watch now, isn't it? The new um, showrunner to watch, like we uh, Chernobyl and stuff. I see. He's gone from Chernobyl to this. He's doing pretty This man well. is the one to watch. His name's Mason as well. He is amazing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> this, this. I, I can't wait to see what his next thing's going to be. This guy, this guy's got such an attention for detail. It's like, it's like beyond just watching a show. Like this is where again, Walking Dead just fell off because it, it didn't have that that attention to detail throughout. It just, it just went from stabbing zombies in head like st- stabbing a sponge. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> this has got so much attention to detail with. Every character interaction is like it's fucking genius, man. Just I mean, genius. I mean, just 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 looking back at um, uh, Craig Mason's career, he's probably pulled himself out of the doldrums. Oh, apparently, you were bad though, weren't he? Originally, well, uh, so so his first film was Rocket Man. They did Senseless. Then he wrote Scary Movie three and four and Superhero Movie. <laughs> wrote The Hangover Part two <laughs> and Part three. <laughs> I exited- it was all about like Chernobyl, and everyone's like, "How has one of the best TV shows ever come from the guy who wrote these films?" But I think when he's got yeah. when he's got time and budget, budget, maybe helps. he knows how. Maybe he just realize actually, drama and ca- and horror is. I'm actually good at that, and I should just step away from I'm not shit funny. comedies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not funny. Yeah, people keep telling me I'm not funny. Finally, I've realized by producing yeah. two amazing TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, he wrote, he wrote the Huntsman Winter's War. That's not as bad as you think that, you know. That's not as bad as you think that film. It's still the prequel to Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, it's shite, but it's yeah. not. It's not as bad as you think. But yeah, he, um, he, he is really. He's the one to watch. He's I hope himself he, up. Any. I hope he sticks with TV and leaves films. Leave him. Leave him. TV's yeah. better than movies. He's, the, he's he's the writer for Borderlands and Pirates of the Caribbean Six. The, uh, see, because of that, I'm more interested. <laughs> Oh yeah, his, t- his TV credits are only Chernobyl. He d- he wrote one episode of Mythic Quest, and now The Last of Us. And you love Mythic Quest, don't you? I do. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that that kind of gives us the end of episode five. Um, a heavy episode, lots of action, lots of drama, lots of tears. And then we get to this week's episode, Kin. So this one is the big skip ahead. Three months after Henry and Sam's death, Joel and Ellie reach Jackson, Wyoming where Joel is reunited with Tommy. So this episode starts in the winter, so um, it is following the seasons that the game follows, um, sort of. Um, but we're about the same point in the... We get to winter about the same point as we It wasn't game. winter in the game when they went to the dam. No, true. It was, it was end of autumn, wasn't it? Yes. We're not far but off. We, they've just skipped gameplay, basically. They've skipped gameplay. Yeah. I like this opening where they happen upon this uh, old, old the native American couple. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
The, she's really so like good. Her. And, and that guy, he's, he's in everything. He's such a, a, a bit part character actor. He's in... He's in uh, 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 Graham Greene. Yeah, he's in loads of stuff. He's in, he's in one of the Twilight films. He's in loads of stuff as this like sassy, stoic Native American guy. He's brilliant at what he does. Oh yeah, he's he's got a ridiculous IMDb. Oh yeah, he's sad. every time you see so him, you go, he's, "There he is, there he is," and he's always great in it. Such a good so, bit part character actor. So yeah, Mar- Marlon and Florence, who were people who lived on the land before everything went to yeah, shit. They haven't moved, mate. They haven't moved. They haven't moved. <laughs> moved. Um, they they warned them. Uh, they warned Joel, Joel and Ellie not to cross a certain river because that means death. The river of death. Uh, yes and to avoid avoid places where people are because where people are is where infected are which seems redundant given everything they've been through but yes that is pretty much the case um but yeah they are still on the quest to find tommy (laughs) she steals a rabbit from him (laughs) yeah she goes put that back she goes no We it. get a, a lot more. We get a lot more character development between Joel and Ellie. Uh, Joel has his first little panic attack moment as well, which is uh, which is alluded to later. Yeah, I had to. I had to. I had to uh, correct someone on Twitter. Like, oh my god, the Mech and Joel have heart problems. I'm like, it's not. That's a panic attack. Obviously, you've never <laughs> had anxiety or panic attacks in your life. That is a perfect representation of a panic attack. They do feel like heart attacks to some people. They do to me. Yeah. Um, we get our first little HBO blooper. As well in this one, yep. Oh, which really? is so. So when when you're getting those when they're they're heading towards a bridge, yeah. um, and you get the kind of the wide helicopter shots yeah. of the snowy landscape, um, on one of the shots in the bottom left hand corner on the riverbank, you can see the crew. Oh, that ex- <laughs> that explains this TikTok I just watched about that very shot. But instead of crew, it's the orcs running to Isengard. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> that explains that so fucking thoroughly. Like, right? Because I know what a workshop yeah. worked on this this program, and then what? Yeah. I, I was like, I, I don't understand why they. But they're in the bottom corner, and these dogs are running. Going, Looks like me. He's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> fucking love TikTok. <sighs> How can they not capture these in these big like budget TV shows? I don't know. Look at Game I'm, of Thrones with a coffee cup. Well, that's a, I'm wondering at this point, is it just an Easter egg? Yes, I reckon it is, mate. I reckon it. Leave it in. Let, let the yeah, nerds what they find could it. Say, what they could say, just come out now and go, no, no, that's that's people following them. Yeah, And you can oh, get away with that. that yeah. You could just say, no, that's people following them. Well done. Well, did you not know that this is a documentary? <laughs> that's a documentary crew. <laughs> no, I don't think you can see equipment with them. I just, oh, oh, I'm not sure you see people. It could, could just, just see be anybody. People. See, they could turn around and go, that's the, that's the people from the town following them. And well done you for oh, spotting it. Yeah, that could be the Rohirrim, couldn't it? Because the riders of Rohirrim come and capture them, don't they? That's yeah. a joke. <laughs> so terrible the, joke. Um, it was cut that out. No, you know. We get a <laughs> we get a we get a, re- a really nice sequence between Joel and Ellie, where uh, Ellie's just adamant that she wants to learn to hunt. Um, so we get a really fantastic little shot where Joel has set up a target for her. That's, um, and that's later on, isn't it? That's later on, isn't it? No, it's no, it's, it's it's in this opening sequence. They do it again though later. They do it they? again at the end. Ah, that's it. Yeah, they do it again because it says it says like loser or something on it. Asshole. 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 Yeah, that's that's near the near the end of the episode, isn't it? That bit. Oh, so it is. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting <clears> turned around because he gets he gets Tommy's gun, and it's a better yeah, rifle. No, no, no. Yes, 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 yeah. The, the beginning part. This is where the um, 
they kind of bivouac down in a cave. Yeah, they do that. Time. They do that rotating shift, but but he didn't yeah. want her to do the rotating shift, but she still did it anyway. No. <laughs> and she went, no, "I was no. good. I mean, I, it happened. It worked." And he's like, mm, "Yeah, it's true," because he's deaf as a post. We, that man. <laughs> yep, we get the. Um, we also get like the the early backstory that she's really interested in space. Oh, when she said, uh, she I, all, she, "All she had was that the the ocean and the and the walls." And she always just looked up, and I was like, "Yes, yes." My favorite moment in the entire series is that that moment, the liftoff moment. Yeah. The um and uh, Joel, Joel confesses that you know if it, if he could, he would just have a ranch with some sheep on it, which Ellie mercilessly mocks him for for the rest of the episode. So um, they carry on. They find the dam, which is a fucking red herring. I was expecting the dam to be where he finds Tommy because that's where he finds him in the game. <laughs> she goes, "Damn." <laughs> so funny but she does in the game as well I know she does but I still think it's funny she goes damn and he's like it's perfect 14 year old humour oh, I just think every time I see a damn now which is not very often I'm still going to do it <laughs> it's a pure joke pure one one worded joke They're a little further on from the dam they are then surrounded by people on horseback and we get another Wyoming Mexican standoff thing with the dog had me fucking oh, shit myself yeah i was shitting myself so it's the how do you you know how, how, how do we know you're not infected yada 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 here we've got this dog it'll smell any infection on you oh. it goes up to joel and gives him a sniff and then they send it to, to ellie and it is the tensest sequence <laughs> do you know do you, i will think the it, camera is focused on joel all the way through yeah and never his face at ellie. his face but you know, I I think this is a red herring. I don't think that dog could smell the infected. I think they would have seen if anyone starts getting antsy and, oh, yeah. I'm infected. Because how can you train a dog to sniff infection on somebody? They could be oh, sniffing anything. You, you, can, you, can, you, you can train. You, you can train a dog to. Sniff I know you can, I know. I know you can do that. But I just don't think. I think they were making it up because it should have sniffed it on it. Because the detectors picked I mean, her up. Unless it's yeah, different. I mean, unless I mean, it's different for scent. Well, the, det- the, the detector things are supposed blood. to be an instant blood test. Yeah, it's a blood yeah. test. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I still think it was a bit of a red herring. I think they were just testing it, testing waters with that dog. They'll probably do it on everyone. Yeah. And if someone goes, ah, and starts legging it, they know they're infected. Yes. Who knows? Um, but Ellie passed the test. The dog licks her. Licks her. You, you, the tension is broken by the sound of a giggling, oh. which is a nice tension breaker. Even I, I went, oh, like that, literally. <laughs> Prop, I went, fuck. So good, so good. And and then we get to a Last of Us two thing where we get to Jackson. Yeah, because she, she says uh, he goes, "I'm looking for my brother," and she and then the the, the woman turns up and then, "What's your name?" And she says, "He says Joel." And then you get the gallops. Good shot, that Joel. That's yeah. as in, as the new show is now called. And <laughs> we're calling your wife, yeah. Joel, on HBO. Yeah, are we watching Joel tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think most women in the world are, are, say, are mm. saying that. I think days. most men are saying that. Look at him on that. I don't, I don't, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a bit in this when I was watching it with the weapon. Do you know when he's leaning up against the post later on? She went, yeah. She went. Oh, I went. What? She went. Nothing. I went. You wish you were that post, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of this. Everyone loves Pedro Pascal like he's some kind of god. He is a god, to be fair. He's a true. I, I must admit, I am starting to get a little bit tired of the thirst thirst edits on uh, TikTok. Ah, he is, though, isn't he? He's great, isn't he? <laughs> True. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so so Jackson, Wyoming, um, the it it is a commune about three hundred people. They have kind of got electricity going from the dam. They've got running water, sewerage. They yeah, because that is something I noticed food. when they got to the dam. Um, it was running. It's running. It was operating. Yeah. And I thought, huh? So yeah, Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <laughs> he didn't like. He uh, didn't like her calling it. Uh, Calling them co- uh, communists. So did- <laughs> communists. We are yeah. communists. Oh, he was just like, he's like, well, <laughs> yeah, a man that had been in the American army that, that explicitly <laughs> trained to hate commies. <laughs> he's just going, oh no, I am a communist. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. The, inter- the, 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 the interaction is so like Ellie says, so it's like communism. He's like, well, no, no, it, it ain't like that. He says, no, it is. This is a commune. We are communists. communists. <laughs> <laughs> his face, his face was priceless. Uh, um, uh, worth pointing out, Jules' brother Tommy's played by Gabriel Luna. He's he, Gabriel he's Luna. a lot better in this than he was in the first episode. He was. He, he got some time to stretch it's his the, legs. It's the guy fair. from Terminator, the baddie Terminator. Oh, we, we le- keep, like, kind of missed over, just skipped over that that bit, the bit where they see each other again. That was really good. Tommy. Yeah, I I've, I thought it was really emotional. I thought they did that really well. It was good. Yeah, I thought it was really 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 well done. It's um also I, I mean this show is full of rare moments that you don't really see in modern TV these days, but rare moment of male vulnerability and male emotion. They were just there. yeah so happy that would love and he's like and he goes I came to rescue and they both start laughing. <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> oh god, that's so good. Yeah, good to pick, pick that up, Stig, because that was a beautiful moment. I think that's up there with like my favorite moments in the series so far. Just the, not being afraid for two hyper males to be boys again to be young boys again yeah. and and because you, you like I, I i can attest this i've got a, a little brother and we were thick as thieves as kids we hugged each other and we we're best friends and i don't see my brother now and i barely talk to him and i it, that moment made me like choke i'm like fuck i could there's nothing stopping me from being close to my brother apart from us being assholes and it's it's powerful man good yeah some good shit um, we get Tommy's wife Maria, um, who's who's she played, played by her from True Blood, uh, Retina Wesley. Yeah, she's so good in True Blood. Yeah, so she um uh, she kind of g- gives you the expo- exposition dump, explains about the place, how they got started. Yep. Um, and also gives the explanation of why Tommy stopped being on the, stopped answering Joel on the radio. Um, that they don't want people to find them and they don't want to broadcast from their local teller, which. Makes fucking sense. Yes. Makes yeah. A lot of yeah. sense. Absolutely. Can't, can't argue with that logic. Uh, did you all notice the little uh, hint of Dina? Yes. Yep. From The Last of Us 2 in there? Same yes, clothes. Did. Same clothes. And and also emulating that point, that little bit of incidental dialogue from the game. Yes. Where we so, first so met Ellie, her. Yeah. So Ellie's chowing down hard because it's the first meal that they've had. And there is a sequence early on in The Last of Us 2 where, where she talks about the first time she saw her at the commune saying, who's this? I saw this and thought this, who's this skinny girl stealing all the beef jerky? Yep. Yeah. it in our Discord earlier. Yeah. Very, very good little nod to the game and to the dialogue in the game. This, this is the first time I've seen on Twitter of all places where no one's moaning about Maria being a black woman instead. You know what I mean? I, I was like, whoa, because she's really good as Maria and it's, there's no difference to what race she is and stuff like that. Yeah. I expected it as I, soon as I, I saw like... as soon as I saw the change, I was like, here it comes. But no, I think she was perfect as Maria. 
I like this version of Maria because in the game she's very abrasive. She's almost like an antagonist. Yeah, she girl. seems like a baddie. But in this, she's more like just someone that wants to get by. Yeah. And so Maria takes Ellie aside uh, so Jewel and uh, Tommy can catch up and she gets her out, gets her, gets her a nice hot shower, gives her some new clothes. And even in a move that I, re- I really enjoyed, a moon cup. Yeah, it's good to see. I had to be explained of, of what a moon cup was, but I got adequately explained <laughs> by my wife in, in great detail and depth. And now I'm an expert on moon cups. Yes. Well, just this is this is two moments where we've basically seen like it's realism. Women surviving. <laughs> well, it's different for women women surviving in a situation like this because of that extra biological function they have that we don't. Yeah, which is such an important part of a woman womanhood in general. Yes. Um, and that is a solution as opposed to uh, as we mentioned last time tampons which go off. Yeah, yeah, and I can, I, I've, I've been I've been assured that they can be reused. Once cleaned, yeah. you you boil them and reuse yep. them. Oh, I I had a lesson that day, guys. I had a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joel and Tommy have a bit of a drink, and we we get it's almost a one to one sequence from when uh, they're at the dam, where it's the hyper hyper masculine sequence. Yeah, I did like Pedro Pascal's face when he drank that whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yes, because I can imagine if you if you'd gone this long, gadget, we are your precious whiskey. You'd be like that as well. Good whiskey as well, gentleman Jack. Mmm, mmm, very, very with real whiskey. ice as well. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, yeah, we, we, they they get the argument. Yeah, this is, is basically this is, it is a hyper masculine moment of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's word it. for word. I'm It's not. It's not word for word. There's, there's changes, obviously, to do with the pregnancy because that never happened. Okay, but like the majority, that wasn't the a thing in the game. Majority of it, it's meant yes. to be. Yeah, M- Maria never it. got pregnant in the games. So there you go. Well, yeah, very, very well put together sequence, and that gets kind of resolved later, um, where we see Joel in a workshop. While while the rest of the town is having, actually no, Joel walks out and he sees a girl with kind of big wiry curly hair like Sarah's. Did you notice she and like? Has... She, she, I think I think that girl helped his panic attack rather than. I think she caused it. I don't know. He, or the, he, it looked like he was coming out having a panic attack, and and then he started focusing on her and daydreaming. He knew knowing full well it can't be a, his his daughter, but he was like thinking. That would be my daughter now as an adult, and I could be a granddad at this age. And I think that kind of got him out of the panic attack in a way. But that's how I read it. He's that girl. Yeah. I just read it as he saw someone that looked like his daughter. She she looked about the same age to me. Just looked like a... No, no, she was an adult. She she was definitely definitely an adult. So she... Because she had had a kid. She had a kid. I I felt like he was thinking, she'd be this age now, and she looks like it. She's got the same frizzy hair, and... I could be a granddad by this, this point. At this point, yeah, at this point, Sarah will be thirty-four. Yeah, I, I just think it calmed him down, person, because it's it, his panic attack stopped after that woman walked off. See, I, see, I, I really, I'll have to watch it again he, to really get a sense of that. See that, see that moment for me. I, I read that as that was the panic attack that caused the panic attack, or at least it enhanced it, mm-hmm. and that's where he made the decision that Tommy should take um, 
that was definitely the uh, pl- the, the, the point where he did make that decision. Yeah, because he's like, I am breaking down. I I can't run yes. anymore. I've got I'm deaf as a post. He hasn't even got good shoes. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? He couldn't even fix his own shoes, could he? That's the problem. He, he just felt like no, a, he couldn't couldn't take the sole off. He felt like a less a lesser man. Yeah, was, yeah. But ah, powerful man. I think Pedro Pascal in this episode—that's his fucking. That is where he's super acting in this this episode. Oh yeah, where you, you get that next sequence between. Oh so, god. So most 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 of the town seeing watching a film, um, but Joel is in a workshop trying to resole his boots and failing miserably. Uh, Tommy interrupts him, and Joel breaks down. Yeah, explains that Ellie's immune, that he doesn't feel like he can keep her safe, that he's having panic attacks, that he's not able, he's not as strong as he used to be, um, all this kind of thing. And the level of acting from Pedro Pascal here is off the fucking charts. I've never seen him like this. <laughs> I'm worried for him. I know, I know, I know. I've never seen him this you. vulnerable in stuff like. Yeah, like it, certainly don't get it in Mandalorian. No, because he's got his fucking helmet on. <laughs> but or in Narcos, or in um, fucking uh, uh, what's it called? The fucking um, Game of Thrones. No, the Golden Circle. What's it called? Um, Kingsman oh, Two. Yeah, Kingsman, Kingsman Two. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think he would have got away with crying in that one. No, I just. I just think this is one of his finest hours. Yes. So Tommy reluctantly agrees to take Ellie to the University of Colorado, because which is where they believe the tell, fireflies he, are. He tells Tommy everything, doesn't he? He does. Mm. Um, Ellie overhears all this and storms off, yep. as is expected. And then we get the one-to-one recreation of the hardest scene to watch in the game, for me anyway, which is the bedroom scene, which the bedroom is 100 one to one recreated from that homestead that they find. Yeah, it's just a different place, isn't it? Section. That's all. Yeah. yeah, maybe that was it then. The one that's the. That, yeah, that's the. That, oh, that is one hundred percent. Apart from like two lines, I think, but yeah, it's the, all one to one. The changed. What line is it? There's some. Up. They 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 basically they brought forward when she mentioned Sarah. Yes. Yeah. He, he says one more word. You know, something like that, doesn't yeah. it? And in the game, it's slightly different. Yeah. So, so, so uh, earlier on, Ellie had found a memorial to two children, uh, one of which was Maria's child that had died early on in the um, pa- in the pandemic, and the other one was Sarah, Tommy's niece. Did you notice that it was what well, the 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 date was the day after that it kicked off because she died after yeah. midnight. And so that's that's when Ellie learns about Sarah because obviously Joel has not said anything about Sarah up to this point. And we get this really fucking overwrought emotional scene where Joel is basically saying, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. Mm. And Ellie Ellie's saying, Don't compare me to Sarah. And she's yeah, she's like adamant she doesn't want to leave Joel. Because she says um, she says, yeah, she says like, Don't you think I'll be worse because I'll I'll be more scared with someone else, and yeah. she's such a she's such a child at that point, and it's so vulnerable. Yeah, like at this point, she's she must she's been with him what five months ish. Yeah, this is three yeah. months Something after like the those events, yeah. so she must be with him for about four or five months at least. At that point, yeah, she's built up that trust. She's he's the only one that she's been with. That almost father figure type relationship but then he is says, starting to but then blossom. He says they are, 
the outbreaking thing like you're I'm not your dad. Oh. Oh. It's yeah, it's that I ain't your daddy. Yeah. I ain't your daddy. You sure as hell aren't my daughter. Yeah. So, ooh, oh, Joel, man, that you, rookie mistake. That's heartbreaking. I that think one. this. I I think it's really well performed by them both in this show. But and I, I thing is, it's probably going to hear this now. I think Troy Baker does it better in the game. That 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 monologue. I think he plays it better and he, he holds it better. But now I've now Troy, now I've mentioned Baker. Troy Baker's name. He's going to hear this somehow through the internet and come at me. <laughs> he's already putting. He, He's already putting his hat. He's already putting his one he's of got his, his best hat hats on. on to come yeah, find he's going to come and yeah. get me and go. Thanks well, for yeah, that. I mean, Tribaker is brilliant as Joel. So it's no. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm not. I, I think. I think yeah. Tribaker is better in that little scene. And, and I, if, I don't know I if think, you've played the remake of it. Fucking the lip I've, quivering and I've stuff. Seen, oh, seen a video of it. I think the, I think the Tribaker performance is angrier. It is. Whereas the Pedro Pascal performance is more heartbroken, so it's like so he's trying not to cry. The Troy, yeah, the Troy Baker, uh, Troy Baker, uh, uh, like monologue is more when you when you like Harry and the Andersons and Old Yellow when you've got to tell the dog to go away or the Bigfoot to fuck off. It's that, yeah, like go away. I don't want to see you anymore. It was that mm. kind of thing. Like remember Harry and the Andersons? How it's so sad when he has to send him yes. off. Oh, <laughs> it's so sad. And it's that kind of, but yeah, Pedro plays it as in like, and and as we get to see, he does want to go with her, but he knows he can't. Because in the game, it works out differently that Tommy doesn't agree to take her, does he? That's the difference. So he has to take her anyway, if you remember. No, do we, yeah. No, Tommy does does agree to take her. Does he? Does he change his mind? Does he change his mind? Same then. I can't remember. I can't remember how he changed his mind in the game, but de- but definitely definitely both agreed to take him in the in both the game and the TV so, uh, TV show. Yeah, maybe, maybe so, maybe so. So after after this argument, Joel goes to bed, and he dreams of Sarah, or nightmares of Sarah. I remember Sarah. He has yeah, a moment. Christmas aunt and the Christmas tree. Yeah. Um. The next morning, Ellie meets Tommy and stomps over to the stables. Where Joel is already there. <laughs> he does that amazing thing when he says, you've got a charge, and she just throws back at him. <laughs> yeah, she goes, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it would be fair to give you a choice. You yeah. can go with me or Tommy and just throws the bag at him. <laughs> Get on the horse. <laughs> and and I, bet, I bet deep down Tommy's like, oh, thank God Maria's not going to fucking kill me. <laughs> She's not going to kill me. There's, there's a few moments of like good comedy from... Um, Ellie in this, like we, we so it's a good. bit where at the table where she, she's like, oh, he, he said, oh, no offense, but we just want to talk family, and he's like, well, actually, and she's yeah. like, oh shit, she's like, congratulations, it's like, Joel, say congratulations, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think Bella Rams is fantastic. I think she's nailed like that little sarcastic yeah. kind of could be a little arsehole she, at times version. Yeah, part of Ellie. She, she's got that. <laughs> she's got that twerp part of Ellie, yeah. hasn't she? The um, I I love it when you, she spots like Dina's like staring at her across. Her, what the fuck are you looking yeah. at? <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Do you know what she reminds me? She reminds me of like she's a bit of a dog, but she don't realize she's a dog. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like she's a dog with spunk. She's proper like, ah! yeah. Like it, it actually, uh, the the previous episode kind of perfectly shows that when they're in the. I know she's yeah. kind of playing with the younger lad, but like yeah, the way she's, she's playing, the way she's reading the comics, yeah, she is a bit like that. But she also has to realize. 
herself that she has to be a bit tougher and more yeah, grown up put, in this world. She's putting an act on, I think, a lot of time. Yeah. Fuck it. She's so such a nuanced And she nails that. Really like, like Bella Ramsey she nails does. both aspects of it. She does. Fantastic. Yeah. It's um and and you're right, Oodles. This is this is where we get the sequence where like kind of all, all is all is forgiven between the two and they're just getting on as they were before. They're laughing. Um they're laughing, they're joking. Um Jules tell Jules telling her more about kind of life pre-infections um and explain and like talks about being a contractor and i, I love everybody this. loved so contractors lo- yeah <laughs> so, pe- so, so people must have loved you right so everybody loved contractors and just that <laughs> smug smile on his face that's so good i do like the bit as well when he makes that shot on the sniper rifle he almost looks at the camera and gives it a wink do you know what i mean he's yeah. so happy yeah because because yeah he's, he's got a target set he's up like and, it's impossible and, this gun's and, fucked and, yeah, Ellie, Ellie takes a shot. This gun's shit. It, it, it doesn't work. So give it to you. And he shoots it. And I just, oh, you fucking dick. And she walks off. Yeah, and you get the camera pan over it. Big <laughs> target, which has asshole on it. And he's shot right in the middle of the itch. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing about Joel. He's still got his, he's got his, vis, his visions that he's number one now. He's, he's deaf as a post, yeah. but he's still got his sharp eye. Yeah, it's good. And then we, then we get to the University of Colorado, which I didn't realize how well, they've modeled this in the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because everything is fucking perfect. Yeah, it's exactly the same. But that's what the, the university looks like, doesn't it? Yeah. So you, so the University of Colorado sequence in the game is a very long, drawn-out sequence of stealth and combat. This is kind of truncated down. That's very they fast. Get, yeah. Because I don't think they needed to troll through clicker encounters through the dorms. They also <laughs> did the thing where, like, in this, they just found a map pointing to Salt Lake City. In the game, you had to find documents and a tape recorder, and then you had to escape, yeah. and then it falls on the rebar. You know what I mean? It, there's a l- way more to it. The monkeys is bang on, though. The monkeys is bang on. Oh, the monkeys is great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, this, this lots of monkeys, which they, which Jewel assumes must have come from the science department. Yeah. Um, they explore the kind of the admin building. See that there was kind of there would have been met, looks like there have been doctors there recently. Yeah. But all the fireflies are gone. They're bugged out. Uh, and as they're preparing to leave, they spot four, four, four naughty boys. Marauders again, aren't they? We, we think they, we think they are. We think they are. Yeah. They stealth their way out. They almost get to the horse when Joel doesn't hear one of them coming up because he's deaf as a boy. Oh, I do um, like that because in the game, that's not a thing, is it? There's nothing to do with no. his, his hearing. But in, in this, fact, in fact, he's got he's, he's got he's, he's got super Joel sense. Yeah, he's got he's, he's, he's a mutant. <laughs> he's actually a mutant. He can see through walls. <laughs> but in this, that that vulnerability makes it so. This is why he's not a killing machine. In this, you know what I mean. He is a vulnerable yeah. man, and that I didn't fi- I did not see this coming. This proper blood. I was like, I know he yeah. gets injured, and I know this is the moment before the real winter in the game. But I I thought he was gonna fall down the stairs and then he rebar like he does. But yeah, no. I, th- I thought that would happen. So, the, so this guy attacks him with a baseball bat. The f- they kind of fight around. He snaps the baseball bat gets snapped on the side of a tree, I think. Yes. Um. Then they get kind of in close into fight, and Jewel, Jewel turns around, snaps his neck. Yeah. And as he turns around to look at Ellie, he looks down and he sees the she was end of the baseball bat is in his gut. That as opposed to in the game where he falls off a balcony and lands with rebar paint. And you've got to pull yourself up, haven't you? And then crawl out, yeah. and it takes about fifteen minutes. Which is fucking horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of annoyed me when he pulled that out because he should know as a survivalist. Don't pull it don't out. Don't pull it out. Have you ever had um the, the, the top end of a baseball bat in your gut? Because I no, reckon that's an instinct but... thing. I reckon he didn't realise what he were doing. 
but you, you should just have known that to pull it out. But whereas everyone knows goes, that. But the fact that in the game you go through rebar and he has to pull himself out, so he can go. Works, so we can, works better. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I agree. It'd have been better if he'd have fallen on, like fallen onto a fallen yes. tree branch or something, and had to, and he had to pull, pull his, himself, pull up, his yeah. body off. I agree. Yeah. I, I genuinely agree. But I think they were just doing it for pace and time, and just getting. Get past this university because yeah. it is a real slog in the game. This bit, it is. There's it a lot is, of generators, isn't there, in this in this pack? A lot of generators, a lot of clickers, oh, two bloaters as well. Yeah. Um. So they so they escape the others as the chase up. Um. And they get kind of out out of Colorado City. Uh. But as they're heading along the train track again, one to one shot with the with the game. Yeah. Joel just slides off the horse into a snowdrift. Yeah, and she says, and "I can't the, do it without you." Yep, the episode ends with with Ellie begging Joel to wake up. Yeah, yeah, and we won't know what happens to that for another two weeks because the next episode's left behind. Yep. <laughs> so the next episode's going to be Ellie's backstory. Yeah, which believe me, guys, if you've not played the game, is sensational. I'm very excited for this. Very yeah, excited. Uh, it, it, I'm glad they did this. I'm glad they put this bit in because yeah. it's yeah, it's really needed. Yeah, not like you know. It just really helps more than needed. It just helps. A well, lot, the thing is, it? in in the game with Joel being injured, and I'm not going to spoil anything that happens past the fact that he's injured and he's he's in a cellar in an house. Is 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 it a month from being injured until she's trying to still heal him with antibiotics or something? Isn't she? I think it's a month. Yeah, it's something. It's some, something like because because in the game it transitions from the end of autumn to the yeah. end of winter. So, so it's I, about I, a month. Six I reckon months. this this mid 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 like this episode that's going to be completely. Away from as as a as a prologue, uh, yeah, prequel bit and backstory, it's going to make the episode after do feel like she's been there a while. We have to do it that way. Yeah, I think it's I think it's oh god, three episodes left, guys. I'm 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 sad. I don't want it to end. <laughs> three episodes doesn't seem enough to get this hit, this in to get left behind, so, 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 and then the last two. Yeah, so I, I know think, the last episode's I, I think, an hour and a half, isn't it? Must be two hours long. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, eight and nine are going to have to be longer episodes because because yeah. it will be uh, winter and it'll be David. Yeah, <laughs> and then episode nine will be Salt Lake City. Yeah, just full, just that. Yeah, yeah. Because it because because once you get out of the winter sequence, you just basically turn up at Salt Lake City. There isn't anything in between those. Yeah, two yeah. They just, they just they just get a horse, don't they, and get out. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's going to be. The next three episodes are going to be hard fucking going because I mean, Left Behind is a great little story, but it's also heartbreaking, intense. It's mate, I, it's one of the best DLCs I've ever played in my life. Yeah, so good. Um, and then yeah, the I think I think eight's going to be where we get the real horror because that's that is going to be the scary episode. Oh, David, man, David, David, David. <sighs> have they said who's playing David yet? No, it's definitely not Troy Bra- Troy Baker though. <laughs> No, Troy Baker's playing a character called James. Yeah, it was probably one of David's oh, um, men. Scott Shepard. Oh. I, I, I've only seen that episode once. I've, I've, every other episode we've discussed, I've seen them twice. I've only seen the episode once. And yeah, yeah. I I really, really enjoyed it, though. It's my second favourite episode of the season. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm, yeah, it was very good. It's the highest rated one on IMDb. And not a single infected in that episode. You're right. There's not. I, actually, I think they've they've done really well with like limiting the amount of infected you see. Like they've, they've because everyone keeps saying. Well, obviously, 
your normal kind of nutcase on Twitter keep calling it a zombie show. It's like, but <laughs> there hasn't been a had like there hasn't been a single had, zombie like, in the episodes. whole the whole series. There's been six episodes. There's only been three episodes with infected in. The thing is, right? Stop this shows the they. power of these characters. Where it's a post-apocalyptic take, and it's about the characters. The everything else is just in the periphery. It's just yeah. You, you treat treat the infected like weather. Do you know what I mean? They're just a force of nature. That's it. It's yeah. it's just it's their obstacles. I, they're not. It's not the be all end all. I think I think also having having them arrive sporadically as well kind of increases the impact that the infected make. They did enough with that clicker episode. They did enough. That's enough. And with for, the uh, and with the end of Endure. Yeah, inside, yeah. That's enough fright for you to know this is a serious thing. You know what I mean? You don't need yeah. to see it every, but yeah, the full episode, not a single infected on it, and it shows you that. It shows you. It also, yeah, it also gives you that scale of how big America is. You know, they can go months oh, without seeing yeah. infected. Oh yeah, of course. Like we, I don't even think in the game it talks about what the rest of the world got like, does it? Like this did with uh, India. We don't know. Jakarta. Jakarta. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't know what um, rest of the world's going to be yeah. like. But America being. So huge. It's probably the same with Russia as well. There'll be parts of Siberia where you wouldn't see an effect infected ever. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of them things. It's, it's great. Well, that's the thing. As far as, far, as far as the game's concerned, it's just America that's affected like this. I it think so. It doesn't make any supposition yeah. towards it. It doesn't do there. anything, does it? It doesn't mention it. But because they would have no way of finding out. Exactly. Exactly. They can't, can't hardly have transatlantic flights, are they? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're not. No. They did have helicopters sure. in the first sure. episode sure. of this, sure. though. Yeah, but yeah, but Joel's not going to like you know hop out of the QZ in Boston to fly over to France for his summer holidays or something. Is I re- I I reckon Ryanair would still be running. Ryanair will be running at the heat death of the universe. <laughs> yeah, still. Yeah, because because the owner won't let them shut down. <laughs> yes, it'd still be running. You'd still be giving infected discounts just, yeah. just to just to fill the the flights up. Yeah, Infe- in, infected class in the mm-hmm. back in the back of the plane, sealed off. Uh okay so yeah we kind of so we've gone through these three episodes um any more thoughts on them um I I I just think I was re- really like on a high from episode three episode four brought me back down again episode five and six just made me secure thinking yeah this is this is that this is not gonna fall off a cliff now in the next three episodes no I don't no, see it either I think four was probably the lowest point and even that wasn't a bad episode. Just, I can tell you. I can tell you now. Oh, it wasn't a bad episode. Following no. on from episode three, just kind of had a tough. I can task. tell you now. It's 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 right. What the internet is saying were the 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 other TV shows at the Emmys need to start being uh, scared because <laughs> this is winning it all. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is going to clean up the fucking Emmys, man. Jesus, the amount of times oh, yeah, they'll get got... to so much shite, won't they? Yeah, the amount of times they've got shit wrong. Yeah. Well, in, I mean, I mean, I mean, in general, from the writing to the acting to the production design to the, just the the production value of it, like this, this is how you do an adaptation. This is again, like I said in the Absolutely. last episode of this, this is the bar that even season two of this show's got to fucking go up against. <laughs> Amazing! I'm I'm watching his career like a hawk now. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I think, um, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to speculate on the second season. We know they'll be doing Last of Us Part Two, but I, I kind of hope that when they get to it, they'll be doing a, um, a what do you call it? Like, like, like a gap. Like, have a couple of years yes. to allow yeah. uh, Ramsey to age up. Maybe, maybe, it's, maybe an original, some original content in that universe. Yeah, 
There's more, more stories to tell in this world. And I reckon he could do it. Well, they, they, they could tell Abby's story rather than having Abby's story interlinked yeah. with Ellie's. Make it a bit more, bit more linear. Yeah. Yeah. But, but regardless of that, that is, that is speculation. We'll speculate more after, after the next one of these. So, yes, thank you for listening. We'll be back in three weeks' time for the final third of the series. Um, and we'll all be crying. Of, we'll all be crying. <laughs> we'll, 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 all, we'll all be upset. We'll all be wondering what to do with Wattelli boxes because they'll be because we've been spoiled here. They'll just, now it'll be as good. It's like tech and heroin. First one's always the best. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, make sure to check out the main podcast every Thursday. Uh, check out Do Dragon Scream. Uh, Do Dragon Scream. Do Dragon <laughs> Scream. That's so cheap. That's what I'm going to call the Halloween episode this year. Do Dragon nice. Scream. Treehouse of Horror uh, episode. Yeah, get on the Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash modern escapism. You'll get the next episode before anybody else does because you're a special person who gives us money. Mm-hmm. And all of the details are on the website, modernescapism.co.uk and you can find out about our other shows as well, uh, Deep Dive Lounge and uh, Smash That Glass. So, uh, yes, thank you for listening and good night. Damn. Hi. I made this decision for your own good. You'll be way better off with Tommy. He knows the area better than I do. Do you give a shit about me or not? Of course I do. Then what are you so afraid of? I'm not her, you know. Maria told me about Sarah and... Don't. Don't say another word. I'm sorry about your daughter, Joel. But I have lost people, too. You have no idea what loss is. Everybody I have cared for has either died or left me. Everybody fucking except for you! So don't tell me that I'd be safe with somebody else, because the truth is, I would just be more scared. You're right. You're not my daughter. And I sure as hell ain't your dad. Now come down. We're going our separate ways.